that sound. Fabby Grind, there's a hustle. Fabby J, there was a rustle. And here's how to do it. This is Finance T with Paris K. Hey, 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 it is your girl, Paris K. And today I am joined by three women who collectively put their money together and started a real estate powerhouse. And before we start, they're going to give us a brief bio. And today we have the Legacy Group LLC. So now take it away and give us your bio. (laughs) Three millennial moms banded together to create a real estate powerhouse. This is the Legacy Group, Jazz, Patty B, K, all from Washington, D.C., formed the Legacy Group, LLC, in August of 2018. What started as general conversation amongst friends turned into a power move to pool their resources to become real estate investors, starting on their home front of Washington, D.C. All right, so y'all heard that, okay? Y'all know I like to be as organic as possible when we have these podcasts. So we're going to have a conversation. I'm going to ask them some questions. We're going to get the tea. Y'all going to sip some tea. And we're going to figure out what these ladies do. So whoever wants to start, I'm completely fine with that. Do you guys still work a nine to five? If so, yes. you can tell us what you do or don't tell us. It's completely fine. You can this tell. Is Jasmine. This is Jasmine. Yes. All three. I speak for all three of us. We all still have a nine to five i have a nine to five i have a a 12 to nine and a 11 30 to 7 30 <laughs> oh wow okay <laughs> yeah okay. And th- so you working working okay we get yeah it. working working <laughs> yeah she- <laughs> <laughs> I'm working. we always have so a running now- joke inside of the group you know about her many jobs that she has Yes, you always got had that one friend who have all the jobs in the world. You'd be like, dang, how many jobs do you have? When do you work at? When do you sleep? <laughs> type of thing. <laughs> look, when I think of y'all, I was look, I was trying to think of movies that remind me of how bossy you guys are, like bossing up, basically taking your money and collectively like buying real estate. And then I was like, I don't even know if this really caps them. But I was thinking about bad moms and working moms. Have you guys seen either one of those or no? I say bad moms. Okay, so I feel like y'all bosses. Okay, <laughs> moms really, moms have a really hard job. They have to juggle so many things. Y'all wear so many different yep. hats. Like you are therapist, coach. Y'all out here real estate in. Like y'all doing a whole lot. Okay. Yeah. So I commend y'all. I'm taking y'all, my hat off to y'all. And also, I just wanted to shout y'all out because y'all gave me some time on y'all weekend, which is Mother's Day. So I'm. Very grateful for that. Thank you. And thanks for having us. You are welcome. So how did you all get on the same page? Because I can't even get my friends to get on the same page for a trip. So (laughs) get alone a business venture. Let's talk about that. So who wants to tell me? Who, so this who is, pulled the trigger? This is Kalima. I'll just give you a you know short story. Patricia and I, we met when we were getting our master's degrees at University mm-hmm. of Maryland. And Patricia and Jasmine had been friends for many years prior to as well. So Patricia was the connector between Jasmine and I. We each shared similar interests with real estate individually and then just through conversation. 
we decided that we, you know, start really, I guess, taking it more serious and, and getting involved with it. So Patricia was the connector for the three of us to start the legacy group. Yes, friend, bringing your friends yeah, so together. This is, so this is I what I will say is there was no convincing. It, I didn't even have to get them on the same page because we were already there. It, yeah. it was just a matter of making the introduction and then boom, the rest is history. Oh, okay. <laughs> Period. Okay. <laughs> wow. So, okay, who pulled the trigger? Who actually went down and did the LLC and everything or you guys all went together as a group and decided, okay, boom, we're going to do the LLC. We kind of all have our, our parts yeah. in, okay. in, in getting things done. So Pat will start paperwork. I'll go physically down there. Kalima will make all the calls to yep. make it happen. It's just about who has the time to get things done. Okay. So that takes me into my next question. My next question is, what is everybody's position? Or does everybody basically play the positions? Like, Basically, are you alternating the positions? Like, is one person more organized than the other person? Like, you know, you want to play off people's strengths. So when bringing the team together, I think we all, like, I consider, this is Pat, by the way, I consider, like, having a diverse team. So Kalima's background is in contracts. My background is in finance. And Jazz is in IT and marketing. So we all have different backgrounds. We all play different roles. So as, as far as the house stuff, I'm like the numbers person that say, oh, Pat, we need these numbers. Go look at this. If Kalima's working with okay. the sub or the contractor, Jazz will also do that whole project management standpoint. But then when it comes to design, Jazz has a different vision and marketing and things like that. So she is takes a more and more of a lead when it comes to like the design and how this should be, what we need to order, making sure we have everything covered. So we we overlap, yeah. we, we overlap roles a lot because we're all skilled in different mm-hmm. areas, but we kind of, you know, let people play in their lane. And if they don't have the time, we kind of will rotate as needed. Yeah. Okay. That's the best business model there is, I think. When you work together, teamwork makes the dream work. That's my motto. That's what I'm going to follow. Yes. So before, <laughs> before you guys decided to ban all your money together, everybody owned their own properties yep. before? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So this is Kalima. So, I kind of started getting my feet wet in real estate when I was 26. I had purchased a duplex in Congress Heights in Southeast D.C. And, you know, made a ton of mistakes with that first property. I was young and my mentor didn't really mentor me properly. And then but I never gave up on the idea of getting you know more involved in real estate. So I mean, then Jasmine, she did a 203K on her primary residence. And Patricia also owns her primary residence as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, so y'all had experience with all the different loans, it sounds mm-hmm. like. Just about. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm going to say when I was 26, I wasn't worried about no real estate. So <laughs> you stepped ahead of me. <laughs> so that speaks to volumes all by itself. So when you guys decided to purchase the properties that you guys have now, do you have, how many properties do you have currently? Currently under our win, we only have one. Okay. And so with that one project, what type of problems have you run into? <laughs> oh, do we have enough time? <laughs> I think we run into every problem. We call this sun. one Murphy's yeah. Law. We call this house Murphy's Law because everything that could go wrong <laughs> has gone wrong. Has gone wrong from working with Jinky Architects to time management on our project manager um, to dealing with COVID 
So finding things out after you do demo, finding things that's going to increase okay. your budget. So that's uppers that we're going to count it for. Yeah. It's, it's a yeah. lot of moving pieces. Yes, it's been a lot on this. House. But it's stop, definitely stop help. orders. Yeah. Yeah, yes. stop work orders. But it's definitely helped to kind of shape a path forward for our next project. So we just look at right. the some of the setbacks that we experience here as an opportunity for the next one. We won't make the same mistakes. We'll probably just make new mistakes. <laughs> but at least we will be making the same mistakes on this one. Yep. So it's definitely been a learning process. So what model do you guys follow? The 60% ARV or 70% ARV? Well, we do the 70%, but we didn't really learn about that until after we purchased okay. this one. So we tend to lean on that one going forward. You know, we said we really look at those numbers and make sure they make sense more closely. Okay. And I just said 70% ARV. And first of all, let me break that all the way down because some people may not even know what real estate lingo is. So let me make sure I got myself together. After repair value. Okay. Yes. Yes. And see, with this property, we did hard money lending. And their main focus is just making sure that that after repair value is substantial. So, you know, different criteria for different lending strategies, but with hard money lending, they really want to see what that ARV, you know, is going to be. And what are the requirements to get like hard money lending versus getting like a traditional loan? Bringing between 10 to 30% cash to the table, mm-hmm. as well as a decent getting a better interest rate. Yeah. A decent interest rate is based on ha- the amount of rentals or flips that you have previously done. You tend to get better deals when you have more, more experience. Yeah, more experience under your wings. So, okay. Because I always hear horror stories about hard money lenders, like how high the interest rate is when getting hard money lending. Yeah, it is high. Yeah, we um we actually met a developer who referred us to the hard money lender that we're using now. You know, first time, so to speak, investors. We like their offerings because they do front load draws, which means they front you at closing to get your project started. A lot of times you have to have your own cash to begin your rehab but this particular hard money lender will up you know front the the some of the money up front at closing so it was a benefit for us you know just getting started yeah they also a lot of hard money lenders don't do 100 percent of the renovation costs either so that was another yeah so what are you guys expecting your turnaround time to be or what did you set your turnaround time to be for the property Uh, we set it for six months and that was you know, um, at most, <laughs> yeah, at most, we are now in what month eight? Month eight. Remember, remember, this is Murphy's Law, Paris. <laughs> no, we're in month okay, nine. I'm gonna keep that. In. I'm gonna keep that. Yeah, in. Month, we're nine. In month nine, and it does not take nine months to flip a property. But right. that goes back to some of the things that we had mentioned. We some of the challenges we ran into with time holding our contractor accountable for you know our time you know, dealing with subs and different things like that. So it definitely played a part. And now here we are in month nine dealing with COVID-19. So COVID-19, did it stop the project or 
No. We're still essentially, we haven't stopped the project. Nothing has stopped on the project. The only thing that we've run into is slowdowns with inspections and longer leads on inspections. Okay. That's been the major, yeah. that's been the major setback waiting to get inspection dates. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The only other issue with COVID is a lot of the stores yeah. are allowing consumers to come into the stores and pick out their products. So, the deals that you normally would get, the auctions that you would go, the building supply auctions that you would go to to get your, your deals and, and save a lot of your money on, those things aren't yeah. open. They're not available to the consumer. So you kind of, yeah, you, you spend, spend a little, a little bit more, more than, yeah, right. than what you would have norm, have, would have wanted to or would have normally yeah. had yeah. to. Yeah, but I can tell you when COVID-19 first started we were worried we were wondering if we were going to even yeah, be able yeah, to complete this project you know we reached out to our hard money lending for options up front to see what we can do or any sort of modifications to our loan if we were delayed but that goes to right. show construction is considered essential so this is why i always tell people you know i will always bet on real estate i mean we're still able to to exactly. get this work done and people always need some place to live i swear more people moving now than i know I don't I don't say, yeah i don't see like, more people with keys in their hand in the last two absolutely. months than Exactly. Got me over here looking at the prices of homes. I'm like, what's going on? Everybody buying a house. And in like, this area, the prices sale. haven't gone down because of COVID. They have not no. gone down. They still the same because I checked. I was like, mm -mm. I don't know what they're looking at. They're they looking at a different sheet. Okay. It's, it's definitely not, not slowing down. But every billionaire or millionaire has a actual seat in real estate so mm -hmm. that already lets us know that real estate is always yep. going to be a thing always okay so when you guys were finding contractors how did you seek out your contractors <laughs> so the contractor they were currently using had done some work this is pat he's done, he done some work on my house and then had done some smaller mm -hmm. projects on the girls' houses. And so we sought him out thinking, you know, thinking, hey, he, we're familiar with him. Let's give it a shot. So that's essentially how we okay. came in contact with the contractor. But then as far as the subs, we had some, we did run into some issues with some of his subs where we had to sub out some of the work ourselves and take control of that thing because that got a little bit out of hand when it wasn't managed properly. So the contractor we knew just from previous, but then the subs we had to kind of get to know and get familiar with and kind of pick and choose what we wanted to work with as far as going forward. Okay. So you guys made a contract or did this contractor come with his own contract? He basically came with his own contract. Okay. Okay. Um, that's one of the, the other lessons that we learned. I mean, we definitely learned to fine tune a contract with the contractor to tell a to to make sure yep. to tell it to us, okay. and that goes on making sure that they give you a date of completion date and the penalties that they will face for not reaching those dates, those milestones. Right. Because every day that a contractor doesn't perform, we still pay interest on the money. Right. So if they're not performing, you should we shouldn't be held liable for them not yeah. performing. Agreed. Like Pat mentioned, we went with someone that we were familiar with. But always get multiple yeah. bids on your project. Yeah. It doesn't matter who it is. It could be, you know, your dad or your mom. Just get multiple bids on your project. Yep. Okay. And so normally when you guys are like vetting out these contractors, so for the next property, 
do you guys plan on getting other contractors and actually having them to bid? Have you already found a list of contractors that you want oh, to yes. work with? Okay. So y'all been hawking them. How do y'all find these contractors? Are y'all doing pull-ups? Because I know a lot of people say they do pull-ups. Yep. They see people working, they go over there, they get the information. We have. Or they we just talk to their everything. Whether it's Instagram <laughs> reaching out to people, pulling up on people, yeah. word of mouth and saying, hey, we want to come see one of your projects. It's, we we doing all the channels, networking. Yeah. I mean, but, but when people see you moving too, reach also to a lot of people, mm-hmm. if they, they will reach out. Okay. If they see that you're a part of a movement and that you're going to be pushing out things frequently, mm-hmm. they'll want to be a part of yeah. the same. And so when you guys started, I know you guys said that you had to put down 10% to 30% for the hard money loan. Mm-hmm. So when you started, did you guys do home equity loans off of your properties or y'all just had that thing? Y'all was like, okay, we're about <laughs> to put our money together. And <laughs> voila, magic. Right. Um, <laughs> how did that go so, out? Oh, so this is Kalima. So what I did was I leveraged my existing asset, which is the duplex that I have, and just took out a home equity line of credit. But what I did even previous prior to that with the existing asset to even acquire my current asset that I have, I used I took out of my TSP because the okay. money that I'm you know, the money was sitting in the TSP wouldn't have made as much as would, you know, investing in real estate. So to get the duplex, I took, you know, some money out of my TSP. And then to band with the girls, I used the existing asset and did a HELOC, which we love HELOC. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Pat Pat also did a HELOC. I'm the only one who came with cash. Let's don't say eight jobs she got, Paris. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> you gotta have something to show for, right? <laughs> yeah, she got on her Kevin Gates. I got it. Okay. I really do though. <laughs> but that's fine. That's fine. That means you working on all your streams of income. That's fine. Yeah. And that's the real unemployment pool. So you safe. You safe. You good. So when you guys so are you gonna focus solely on flips or in, in the future? Are we thinking about buying holds or are the flips just to generate income to get buy and hold? Flips are definitely to generate income to get the buy and holds. We want multi units, commercial units, yeah. mixed okay. use, mixed use. Uh, okay, y'all got plenty. Okay, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, I see y'all. So for the multi units that we are thinking of, you guys are thinking of purchasing. Are you thinking on a scale of four units, a scale of six units? Like, how big y'all trying to go? We we was just looking at a 14 unit. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's big. Okay. Well. <gasps> well, y'all went from residential to residential. Okay, Listen, we, we got we to go fast. big or go home, okay? <laughs> yeah, real fast. Okay, so y'all, you know what? Okay, what I wanted to say, this is really, you really have to trust each other, trust your circle. Mm-hmm. trust the women that you are working with how do you guys find trust within your circle to make sure that the business is going to stay afloat because this is hard with three women you know it's emotions <laughs> things are running high so this is Pat. how do you maintain the business yeah, this is Pat. I don't together. trust too many people with my money so that's the first thing so when I looked at mm-hmm. the friends around me I know you said you can't get your friends to agree on going on a trip like I I don't trust too many people. So with that being said, 
like knowing like who was close enough to me that I can, I know they're going to manage their money. Well, I've seen, you know, the end result of them managing their money. Well, so I know bringing the group together, I know they'll have my best interest. And if I'm not there, they, they can make decisions. So yeah. I, if I, given the fact that okay. I'm very trustworthy and loyal, I keep that same circle around me. So I'm not going to bring somebody in that I know going to be a little janky. <laughs> right. Well, that's good advice. I also say I think in a business it's also good when you guys bump heads because when you when you bump heads too, you get to see other point of views and you get to see other options that you might have never never saw. Yeah. And it's anytime we're not on the same page about something, we make sure we get on the same page. It's never a moment where it's like three, four, five days and we're not talking it that has never happened. Now we have had we mm-hmm. have, like Jasmine said, we have bumped heads, but it's never a thing where the business is impacted. Right. We call a meeting, we get it together. Right. And so before you guys actually started investing with each other, did you guys meet with each other and actually outline like a contract that outlines like what you plan on doing with the business if someone was to, I don't know, pass away? I know, I know, I should not be talking about passing away, but... Right. I'm just saying, was there a contract put into place basically outlining percentages and yeah. things like that well, for somebody who's thinking of starting a business with someone Yeah, else? we do have an operating agreement that we put together. But then prior to that, Patricia, she had a mentor at her, her nine to five who really pushed and encouraged us. And we met and sat down with him before we formally, you know, created the group. And then that's when we put together okay. our operating agreement, which is like, 20 pages long and it, yeah. it and you have to have that in order to start your LLC yeah. anyway when it's multiple yeah. involved yeah okay see I only know the basics look I have an LLC for one person <laughs> right so I don't have to account for anybody yeah. else yeah so did you guys seek expert advice or did you guys read books or are you just learning as we go we've had a few I mean would you say it's expert? But we've had a few mentors that, you know, have helped us along the way who have really been boots on the ground yeah. for us. They have definitely done way more real estate than we have and where we would like to go. But a lot right. of it, I mean, we read up on things as we hear them, mm-hmm. as people talk about it to us. We read up on it. We research it. Yep. You know, we, we learn it yeah. as we go. So what would you guys recommend for someone who's trying to get in real estate as a group or a unit? What's your recommendation? Well, just to piggyback on what Jazz and Pat mentioned, you have to have like minds and a sense of business, trust. What else would you guys, would you girls say? Network. You can't be scared either. That's the number one thing. A lot of people are scared. Yeah. You don't want to over, you don't, you don't need to overthink this real estate. It's more simple than what is perceived. Everybody just has to be ready to go when it's go time. And so we, Kalima always says, don't talk yourself out of it. So that's a thing for us. It's like your legacy starts with you. And so what you choose to do, like you, the world is, it's free will all over. What you choose to do, it starts with you and it ends with you. So the decision is yours. Take that leap. It's a leap of faith. The higher the risk, the higher the expected return. So you got to go big or go home. (laughs) I guess I'm going to go big. You with us. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. 
Look, I'm, you know, that's on my bucket list. Real estate is really on my bucket list. I mean, I had to start little, y'all. I had to start little. I just got my own primary residence. That's, that's, so, that's, that's a good start. <laughs> yes. And, you know, I'm thinking that my business partner to be my mother. Shout out to her. Well, mother, and hey, that's right. We got silent partners. We work with it. Shout, shout out yes. to my mother because my mother made it happen <laughs> at closing day for us. <laughs> oh, I know the closing day stories because you know what? When I went before, like when I was closing on my primary residency, I want to say a week prior, they were telling me that I didn't, I was not eligible for like a grant that they told me I had been eligible for the whole time. And they're like, oh, how are we going to fix it? I'm like, you're not saying like bring $20 <laughs> extra to a closing. you telling me to bring like an extra thousand, mm-hmm. two thousand. Like, come on. Let's, our closing was crazy like that problem. too. It was down to the wire. I didn't know if I was going to sign yeah. or not. And I'm like, so what am I doing? Yeah. That's another That's thing. No. When people you, when you people put, don't tell you about. When you're putting money together, the transfers <laughs> of money usually take a few days. You can't just yeah. get it done in a day or two. So yeah. you gotta give yourself some mm-hmm. time to make it let it clear. Text right. clear. That's funny. A lot, I work at the credit union and people come in and they like, oh, well, I want this transfer to be done today. I want the money there today. Man. I'm closing right now. I'm like, well, ma'am, you know, it's going to take time, 24 to 48 hours. I mean, there's nothing that I can do. Yeah. This is just a policy. Well, they say I can't go to closing until my money hits the <laughs> okay. Yeah. We was one of those stories. <laughs> Look, y'all can't be in there cussing the people out. No, no, Look. it wasn't no cussing out. I mean, we, we kind of fought it ourselves because we should have did it a little earlier. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it, it was down to the wire. <laughs> Look, that's fine. It's fine. We all have a struggle when it comes to closing. Look, everybody has a story about closing. I just feel like, I feel like anybody that's in real estate, you have a story about closing. If your closing went seamlessly, I don't know. I might be looking at you outside eye. That's what I said. Cause she she made sure that the money was there while we was waiting on the check to clear. Yes, shout out to mom for real. Yes, get that shameless plug in for mother. Yes. You know what? Mom, no, mom. She like you know. Yeah. I'm gonna make sure my kids are together. Yes. Any by any means necessary. By any means. Thank you, mom. I'm giving I'm giving her a thank you, even though even though I wasn't with I wasn't with the process or anything. I'm just going to thank her for for y'all. <laughs> Because I know how stressful it could be. So what's next for y'all? What what y'all doing next? Outside of looking for the 14 units, what we doing next? Or what y'all have working or cooking right now? Today, uh, well, I mean, we're looking at, I mean, well, it's a house actually on a lot that also has a big lot behind it to be able to develop on it in Southeast D.C. And I saw today that you guys posted that you have your property that's going to be on MLS in 30 days. Yes. Yes. Something to celebrate. Yes. If you're listening and yes. you want to buy, yes. you know, just hit us up on the Legacy Group DC. <laughs> we'll be done in we'll be done in about two weeks and ready to go. Yes. What should we expect in this house? Like, give them a virtual tour of what they expecting in this house. Uh, when you walk in, open space, uh, open living room, dining Ooh, room, okay. kitchen concept, four bedrooms, yep. two bath, three and a half Boston bath. City. Vaulted ceilings, skylight. Yes. Yeah, vaulted. Yeah, vaulted recess, recess lighting. High ceilings throughout the house. About okay. nine feet ceilings. Nine feet ceilings throughout the yep. house, including the basement. Energy yep. efficient um, uh, lights. Of course. Stuff. Detached one car garage, a driveway. Off street, off street parking. Yep. 
Oh, y'all got the whole nine over there. Okay, this is a house house. This is nice. Okay, just thinking about it, like, okay, I actually go to open houses and just go in, <laughs> go into the houses it's... and be like, okay, this is what this house. Oh, I'm gonna pay this amount to get this. Oh, okay. Oh, nothing wrong with that. The hardwood floors. Nothing wrong with that. Oh yeah, we got original oh. hardwood floors in the, in our house. Oh, I did see that. Yes, I love a good we hardwood floor, to, especially if you have kids. We were able to save our hardwood floors. So, if anybody in the group planning on becoming we a general contractor, <laughs> <laughs> we are all DCs I, right now. If you ask DCRA, we are a general contractor. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Because I know that saves money, money. Everybody always like, I'm a general contract. I said, well, this must be an easy thing to no, get. No, we are, we are licensed. licensed we, are, we are a project no, manager. We're not licensed. And we, I mean, in our background, we taking some classes, going to take some more classes on project management just to continue to best, better ourselves and our skill set. But right now, we are GCs. Yes. Okay. I'm fine with that. Go ahead now. And when y'all become general contractors, yeah. you know, when I get into the real estate game, you know, I'm going to hire somebody. Yes, I'm gonna come over there and have one of y'all be like, Yes, I want the whole group because my mother, she's not very trusted. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you that right now. She wanna see your whole resume, she wanna know what property. Yeah. Let me see the interior of that Baby, house. Mama she's knows a very best. skeptical person. Yes, she be like, Let me see your line by line. I need be that like, detail though, because I'm, I'm I'm in the spreadsheet line that. by line. Like, hey, we were on a call a couple weeks ago, it was three hours because I went line by line. We just had to do what we had to do, make sure we stayed in the Oh my god, <laughs> oh, that's stressing me out. I'm sorry, okay. Uh, oh, the numbers, the numbers do stress you out, they do, <laughs> yes. So, for spreadsheets, you guys use pretty yeah. much Excel when you're doing spreadsheets and trying to keep up with the equipment, like the yeah. materials that we're using, everything and things is like that. Spreadsheet, okay. And then, as far as finding out like the comps of the area, do you guys you leave that to the real estate agent, or are you guys using? Oh, I got it! I got it! I know what it is. Rental meter. Oh, rental. Um, out. We we definitely we actually. I mean, between the three of us, we on the MLS every day, looking at okay. three in the morning, in the area, two o'clock afternoon, midnight. Yeah. We on it all day. Oh, okay. We kind of don't <laughs> give our real estate agent a job. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, because yeah. we y'all addicted yeah we addicted we send them all our deals we tell them you know this is what we want to list for but he's sticking with us even though i know we're a headache <laughs> that's fine yeah. he get paid after all yeah, of that he, he stuck with us too so yeah that means y'all loyal that's good he have a returning client and how did you guys decide that you were investing in washington dc yep. yeah we, we this is home DC or nothing. This is the foundation. This is Kalima. I'm back. Sorry, y'all. Oh, Technical difficulties. Every time I... <laughs> yeah. No problem. DC is home for all of us. We was all born and raised here, so it only made sense to start here, to build our foundation here, to build the base of our company and the base yeah. of what we're standing for here before we could branch out anywhere else. Okay. Well, look, every time I think about DC, I... I claim to be from D.C., but I am not from D.C. I am definitely listen, from Prince George listen. County, Maryland. Maryland. Only, only people that's not from D.C. say D.M.V. If you're from D.C., you just say D.C. Yeah, the D.C. <laughs> well, look, I say, look, when I'm thinking about the prices of D.C., I say, look, I can't sign up for that. Sis. I can't. I'm not. I cannot sign up for D.C., 
Period. So when I start investing, I'm definitely going to invest in Baltimore oh, yeah. because you know the way my Baltimore is an excellent market. Not DC worthy. Yeah, don't get us wrong. We had a contract in Baltimore as well too. That we actually had a contract on a house in Baltimore the same time, and then we were supposed to close on that house within two days of us closing on this house, and just with the clearing of the That's money, it's just. The banks was not having it and giving us a day or two to let the money clear throughout, yeah. you know, between our accounts. And there were some issues with that one. It was deal. an excellent opportunity near Morgan University, yeah. but uh, we had squatters in there, and that essentially mm -hmm. is what caused the issues. Oh. The squatters, there was the sellers needed time to get the squatters out, and then we waited what two months for them to to do that almost, Before and they didn't want to wait yeah, two days two for us to clear our money. So you know, <laughs> yeah. So I would say the key the key takeaways from today would be get a contract, get with people that you entrust, mm -hmm. make sure yep. you allow time for the money to clear. Yep. Have that money sitting mm -hmm. already, yes. so it does not have to clear. Mm -hmm. And then also make sure that you have a contract that is tailored yep. for you and your group. Yep. Did I hear the other thing is, yeah. if I miss something, y'all can tell me. Don't talk yourself out of it. Yep. If real estate is something that you want to do, network, network, get and get in. Mm -hmm. If your friends don't want to do it, that yep. don't mean that right. you don't have to do it. Just find a deal that fits you. That's true. That's true. But... They got to find the strategy to get there, too. I'm, I'm going to tell you this. Just like we had, we talked to a, a gentleman well, last week about it. And he was trying to get his friends involved in real estate with him as well. And he was just asking us some pointers on how we came together as a group. And I told him, I was like, it's a conversation. It's a daily conversation with me and my friends. I'm the youngest out of this whole group. But it's a daily conversation that I had. You know, I, I want my friends to be in the same position as I am. And I want them to see the things that I see mm -hmm. at my age. Right. And I can say that all it takes is for one person to start doing yeah. something before the others follow along. Right. So I essentially, out of my whole group, I was the first one to have a home. Slowly but surely, after I got a home, some of them started coming to me and asking me, all right, so what I got to do? What, what I, and sooner or later, behind me, yeah. one or two, three or four have homes now. Now they're right. trying to get into real estate and they come to like, you know, if you want to do it with your friends, just lead by example. That's all I can say. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Use your resources, y'all. I was just talking about this today. <laughs> I feel like this is deja vu. Okay. Use the people in your circle. Every person brings yeah. something completely different to your circle. Like not every one of your friends is not going to be the yeah. same and everybody's not going to get on the same page as mm -hmm. you. But once you start moving, exactly, they be like, exactly. you know what? I want to change this my is, life. You be like, for real. But people got to also got to, don't be scared to give out. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. This it. is Kalima. One thing right. that I see in this, in our culture is that that whole move in silence thing. I'm so glad that none of us have that that sense about mm -hmm. us we want to one share what we're doing so that we can encourage and inspire other people but also it helps because through us sharing what we're doing in our process we've met contractors we've met you know architects and developers and different things like that so i think part of it is just getting out of that mindset that oh i don't want anyone to know what i'm doing and i don't want to share any information you know what i mean like if part of that is what holds us back as as a community so yep. once we get out of that 
then the sky's the limit. You know, right. it really is. Yes, I agree. I think you guys have the mentality of we don't hate, we create, and I love it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah okay, okay, okay. Let's put on the shirt. I like your shirt right there. Yeah, okay, we create. <laughs> Yes, I like that. That should be a motto right there. You gonna say okay if y'all decide to put it on the <laughs> exactly. shirt, you know, just be like, hey, sir. And if the listeners want to get in contact with you guys, please tell us your Instagram handle so they can connect with you or any other platform. So we're on Instagram and Facebook, the Legacy Group DC. Go ahead and hit follow. They can follow us on Instagram at the Legacy Group yep. DC. And on Facebook and at the Legacy Group is it LLC. The Legacy it Group DC. 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 Okay. All day DC or yeah, they DC all the way. <laughs> I heard that they DC all the way. So <laughs> <laughs> the DMV. Okay, I'm gonna say the DMV because I'm from Maryland. I'm from Maryland. <laughs> but anyways, I want to thank you, ladies, for taking time out today. <laughs> to come on, answer all these questions, build a tea, let us know how we can collectively band our money together yes. and get like y'all and be boss mom yep. and do everything. Absolutely. And wear as many hats as we want yes. to. And Thank you, you, you so much. Thank you for having us. Thank you. You're welcome.